Blog Talk Radio. Yes, yes, yes. Ready? Come on, come on, come on, come on, man. Taking on this off radio. We are live. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Live. Broadcasting always. Yellow Radio Studios. Y'all ready? With your instrument up. Yes, sir. It is the Pickle Talk Radio Show. It's your boy, your host, Dr. David L. King. 
in the studio with you today. I'm looking all types of blue. Can't wear white with a white background. I just, I'm just all over the place. But I did get a chance to change. Okay, the light might help. I'm going to have to bring it down a little bit just to blend some of this out. I'm over here looking like one step between heaven and not quite. Uh, <laughs> live, man. Look, on this Monday, July 24th, 2023. And, man, we got a good show for you today. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? How to get back into church. That's our main topic of conversation for tonight, how to get back into the church house, how to get back, how to get back, how to get back. We're going to find out together on today how to get back into church. But also, that's not all we got. That's not all we got. That's not all we got. We're going to talk about, I didn't even know, Tanya just told me I was at football practice. So Tanya just told me that the story broke, that uh, somebody then came forth and said that they done lied to the people. Uh, Sister Carly done said she lied to the people, and we're going to find out a little bit more about that. I'm going to pull up an article or something to, to give y'all some more information, but, yeah, we're going to find out, and, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I got a story right there. All right, cool. So we got that. Then we also had the Beehive. The Beehive was in Chicago this weekend. Uh, they took over Saturday and Sunday all around the city of Chicago. Them folks was everywhere. I want to see what the economic impact was. I believe there should be some numbers somewhere. They will find out in a day or two. But they seem like they had the Swifty numbers the next day. That's what it seems like. But, uh, yeah, we got that. Uh, we're going to talk about that and a lot of other stuff. Oh, yeah, and uh, Felicia, I don't know if she's on yet. Uh, but we're going to be talking about, Felicia asked me last week, she asked last week, we're going to talk about this as well, uh, the, the, the situation about uh, Christians and playing the lottery. Christians and playing the lottery. We've talked about this before on the show, uh, and uh, I'm just want, we're going to bring it up again briefly because, you know, there's a lot of money on the line. Uh, I believe it's tomorrow night or either Wednesday night. I want to say it's t- tomorrow night. Uh, the Mega Millions is still over, I think it's about 800 to $900 million right now. Uh, almost at the billion dollar mark again, and uh, so we're gonna talk about that as well. Uh, and I think those were pretty much all stuff. But as usual, you know, it's Monday. We do the church check in, so get your church check ins ready. Your church check ins ready. Uh, we want to get to those as well. Y'all know the four piece check in. What church did you go to? Who preached? What was the scripture? And what was the sermon title that was given? Uh, so let's get to. It. Yes, yes, and yes. Let me give you the rundown on how you, 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 and you can be a part of today's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only. Let's tell you, Michelle King taking all of your calls, text, chat, email requests, bar mitzvah requests, baptisms, christenings, burials, fumes. We do it all around these parts. We do it all around these parts. But look, I'm excited about it. Uh, but if you want to be a part of the show, you want to be live on the air with your boy, you push one, that'll get you over to her. She'll check you out. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, you can just dial 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Dot net. You can email the show that way. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show 
You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's Twitter, right? Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us uh, on the gram, follow us on Instagram. You can do that as well. Follow us on IG on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the gram on IG at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. It is absolutely the same thing. Two T's, one L, one O, TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the book. And then we are live streaming everywhere right now. We are live streaming on Facebook and YouTube. We're on five different Facebook channels and two YouTube channels right now, as well as still live on Twitch. Yes, still live on Twitch as well. So we are live all over the place. Uh, do us a favor. Come on and check in with us real quick. Let us know that you're watching, listening. I see a few people on, but I've only seen one face up. Uh, God bless you, Jaconda. Thank you for checking in real quick. Thank you so much. Uh, but you all can do that as well. Also, 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 uh, if you want to follow us, uh, the podcast, you can get any of them anywhere. You can download the podcast, iHeartMedia, on the iHeartMedia app. Do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. When you get there, you'll find us and all of our shows, all of them from 2014 all the way up to present. You'll find all of our shows there. Also, don't forget we are a, uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can find us there. Amen. Amen. What's going on? The Jefferson, the whole Jefferson clan is on right now. Amen. Amen. Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. And again, congratulations to Jaconda uh, Jefferson. Jaconda, I I did a sneak peek read a little bit of your book yesterday because I got it. I don't know if you, did you you get an alert when the book was purchased? Did you get an alert? Because I purchased mine yesterday. So did you get an alert? You probably got an alert. Look, I bought mine during church service. Pray for me. Uh, <laughs> I bought mine during church. Uh, but you can get a copy. You can get a copy on Amazon.com. Uh, some amazing, some amazing great porch. Oh, you got an alert. There you go. That was me. I got mine. On the Kindle. There it is. So, but let's get right to it. Uh, Felicia, you're right. You, 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 you said it, and uh, I'm going to read you all uh, from ABC News, uh, their report, and then we'll go right into uh, our conversation about, uh, about Miss, 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 Miss Carly. Uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, but you all know the story about Carly Russell. She's the Alabama woman uh, uh, who we, uh, we thought was kidnapped. Uh, we thought she was taken, but we're going to find out in a minute what's really going on. Let me get the, uh, we'll play this article from ABC 7 News, and then we'll jump into it. All right, let me get a little volume here, and hopefully y'all maybe hear Tiny Tester's volume, make sure I got all this stuff working the right way today. We should be good. All right, here
because that's a, that's a, we have to be careful with that because there's a lot of people who are suffering from mental issues. It's easy to go there. But it's also a fallback because what if she was just trying to get some attention? Felicia said it does not look bad on us. Uh, though white folks do it all the time. Diane Downs, Pamela Smart, the dude that killed his family on this. Right, right. I, I am just, I, I don't even know. I think the, for, for me, everything about, and it goes back to what you said earlier, we shouldn't have to take these things with a grain of salt. If somebody comes up and, we, and they say they're missing, we should jump on it every time. But we know that history shows us when young black girls go missing, there is little fanfare. There is little media attention. There is little uh, national news attention. Um, you know, the, 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 the two little girls, we went back to we talked about this last week, Tianda and Diamond, uh, are both, what, in their 20s now, teenagers in 20s uh, now? And they disappeared. They went to the park and never, and we, and never showed up. Or never came back, uh, and 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 you have other children who are missing. You talked about the two postal workers, both of them pregnant, that disappeared from work. They were working, delivering mail, and disappeared. And we have no further information. That's been over what almost two years now. Was that during the pandemic they disappeared, or before the pandemic? I want to say it was right in the heart of the pandemic, huh? The two postal workers that disappeared. Oh, oh yeah, one one was. During one was before the pandemic and one was during. They both were pregnant. Pregnant black women disappearing. But I I mean, I say this. I know you say don't lean into numbers. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like it's like I try to tell my kids, like you know, you know, in the sense of like you know, like parenting never stops and everything. Like you know, like you know, at eighteen, you like you know, you breathe the salary at twenty one, you you breathe a little bit more. Um. At 24, you be looking like, that's daddy. If you ain't produced enough image yet, we're almost in the clip. <laughs> and that's what I keep, I, I, that's what I tell my friends sometimes. I'll be looking like, like, you know. Like, You're talking about the noticeable one. The, yeah, the noticeable one. Right. You know, because you know, if it's going to emerge, it emerges, you know, around yeah. about that time and everything. So, you know, you got to get past these. As a parent, you gotta get past these hurdles, and I know she's 25, but I don't know if she's a fresh 25 or whatever, and everything else like that. But like you know, I'm just like, like you know, I still like you know, like you know, let's let's pray for healing. Absolutely, absolutely. And everything else like that, you know, whatever her mental state was, like you know, she is studying nerves and everything else like that. You know, uh, I, I'm, you like you know, for what is. For what it's worth, you do owe the Hoover, Alabama Police Department all their coins. Oh, yeah. All their coins, and you got to pay them back, and you know, it, as, as the song said, back in blood, I mean, like, that means, like, you know, with your time or whatever, you need to do that because, like, you literally have set us back. Like, you know, you literally, for every person, like, you know, for every person that comes forth, like, I think I'm this person, I think I'm that person. Like, you know, they're never going to look at us the same again and everything else mm-hmm. like that. So that's just my thought. Uh, Regina says, I believe that she had bad, she had behavior changes, I'm assuming challenges maybe, mm-hmm. or behavior changes leading up to her plan 
and folks close to her noticed, but no one checked her. Mm. Uh, let's see. If we see what happened to the black boy that got killed leaving college last year. You know what? What? I, there was oh, a story. The one from Illinois State. Was it Illinois State or Northern somewhere? Or the, or the, in the body of the town? Did they find his body in the, in the river or something like that? Yeah. His car was somewhere else and they never, yeah. yeah you know, but, you know, they, they Did they say it was suicide? No, they, uh, we talking about that one. I that can't, one, it's been so, it's been like, that one, like, you know, it's so many conspiracy theories, so we don't even know anymore. But, like, you know, you know, I've had people tell me some stories of, of, of that kid. But then also they were talking about like you know as we say again the mental health component and 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 marijuana and everything else and what? it was the marijuana from a store oh, okay and everything else like that so you know it's a lot of things like you know was he in a sundown a sundown town who who knows and everything else like that it's a lot of factors no no one knows and no one has come forward and they don't have any clues Marlena Jackson says. Uh... Now, she wasn't married, and she is an adult. If she wanted to hang out with whomever, she'd have to make up a lie. I want to say something else, but it's not appropriate. <laughs> I've heard that, too. Like, you know, I, I, I heard, like, you know, like, you know, if she, she was just hanging out with her boyfriend and everything else like that, but you, you, you didn't have to do it. You know what? She's 25, like I said. She's 25. We don't know. We don't know. Matthew's people households are all different, and they all look different. Did she have an accomplice? She had to have a conflict. You think the, the, the boyfriend said that she had been fighting for her life? 48, 49 hours. Where were you? You were not in Tent City. You were not in somebody's shelter. D. Brandon yeah. Campbell, what's up, sir? Man, you should stop talking about it. Holler at me, about it. Come to the studio, man. You ain't been on in a minute. Good to see you. Uh, Regina said she had to be talking crazy to someone close. Her boyfriend cheated with a, with a stripper and was dropped from the nursing program. Oh, I know. Wait, what? Is this fact? I, where, where does information come from? I didn't know the boyfriend cheated with a stripper. And who was up for the nursing program? Her or the boyfriend? She was a nurse. She was a nurse. Yeah. Was he? he okay. And he was a nurse too. Oh, I don't know what he was. Mm, I I don't know. I'm 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 kind of over. <sighs> I, I I'm assuming there's gonna be more to this story. She there's gonna be some consequences. Now the question is. She was in a hotel. They still say they don't have evidence of that. They said that, that she was in a hotel. Red roof and hotel thing. Oh, I don't. Even, I didn't know she was. I, I didn't. There was a red roof story. Yeah, they all. Oh. The red roof they split the police say, and the, you know, like the, the article said, the only person they know the truth right now is her and her lawyer. Her and her lawyer. Because she gotta tell the lawyer. Because he gonna. Because lawyer need to know what to fight. He's like, how This is what you're gonna say. <laughs> Well, here's the question. She has apologized. Yeah, through her attorney, she's yeah. apologized. My question is, because this goes back to the other question I asked on Friday. Who who says she was missing? Who said but she she oh well she said she was missing when she came back. She lied when she came back. Oh yeah, I've been fighting for Right, that she was she that she was kidnapped. Oh stop. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Uh, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh, it, was, it was a Beehive weekend. Y'all, Beehive took over the soldier. The, the, they were down to the soldier field out there for two nights, Saturday and Sunday. 
And uh, I, did, any, did anybody on, on the, that's watching go? Did anybody drop some coins for the beehive? Did anybody drop some coins? We was out there, though, y'all. And we was out there deep. We was out there. Y'all had soldier field. I didn't know Carson Banks. Not Carson Banks was from Chicago. Really? I know he got, was either. They got a picture of him. Can we please start on time? Can who start on time? The, um, the, um, the, the, beyond, you mean the, 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 the concert? Did he go to the concert? You know what I mean? Did you go to the concert? He You did leave church kind of quick. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> did you get roped into going to the concert? Uh... You was down to the beehive. Oh God, oh God. Yeah, Regina, we saw that. I saw that was the early part. I was talking about that when I first started. Yeah. Uh, but she was down there, y'all. Y'all, y'all had Soldier Field packed out. Uh, one of my good buddies was down on. They was down on down on on the field part. You know them tickets that was in the circle. They must have been like the two thousand dollar tickets. The ones that was like in the circle that she walked the stage and you was like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there must have been the, the two thousand dollar joint. I thought uh, I did. I had five friends uh, on Facebook. My timeline was lacking. I didn't have a lot of people. Uh, they they caught a glimpse of uh, blue. They oh, did she come out? Blue, yeah. So blue was it? I know Jay Z was over here on Forty Seventh and uh. I think he was at Two Fish. Was it Two Fish? Because that's like like when you look at the picture, that's the pit, and you been to Two Fish. Yeah. If you think about how Two Fish looks. Three thousand dollars tickets. My bad, Kim Tommy. Go ahead. If you think about how Two Fish. You think that was at Two Fish? I think, I think he was literally at Two Yeah, Jay Z was right around the corner, over there. Uh, he by there right, he could have stopped by the Ebenezer. Because I heard she she gave away at least a hundred thousand dollars for some black businesses. Did she? Wow, wow. Look, look at God, man. Look here. She wish she could have came in and you know, granted, you know, make a wish. <laughs> what you was in the same time? You was like you said the same time. Police said all the saints went and posted their pics on the gram after service. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Look, look, I want to know. I didn't see the. Uh, I went to the Channel Seven website. They always talk about the effect of these major concerts, and I wanted to see what um, Beyonce, the Beyonce effect. They talked about what the I what the Swifties. Oh, okay, so that's it's on forty seven to get it. Oh, he's at Bronzeville Soul. My cousin. Oh, okay. Like almost like diagonal. <laughs> okay, okay, Bronzeville Soul. Is it soul food? Don't help me out. Is that what it is? Oh, got me. You know, I was just wondering. You know, it's yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know. Okay. Don't get no tacos. Yeah. Ain't got no tacos. Ain't got no tacos. Uh. Man, don't even get me started. Uh. So yeah, yeah. So the beehive was here. Hopefully y'all, if y'all went, y'all had a good time. And uh, I know they, did, I know they, they delayed Saturday start because of the rain. They started late because of, uh, I don't know what, what they did, if they started late yesterday as well. I know when I saw Beyonce and Jay Z before the pandemic, uh, there was a, uh, they were an hour late, and that was not a weather issue. <laughs> They just was an hour before they, before they start time. So, and I, I'm sorry, I don't care. I need you to start on time. I, you know, if, 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 the, if the concert, if your opening acts are done, by the time they set your stage up and they done tested all your equipment out, 
you should need about another 15 minutes or so, and you ought to be on the stage, not 45 or an hour. 9.30? Wow. She didn't take the stage till 9.30? I thought about it. On a Sunday night? I guess, you know, she figured. I mean, it's. The kids ain't, but the grown folks took off Monday. They didn't go to work. I got a lot of adults. On my timeline with their children. At the Beyonce concert. Like they took How much gym tickets? Like, you know, and, and when I say my friends, they, they ain't got one kid. They got several, a few. Mm. So, you know, I just want to, you know, can I borrow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know. Well, y'all, well, you know, our friend Andre, him and his wife, they were trying to sell two tickets a couple hours before the concert. They had two extra tickets. They were selling them both for 500 And I'm assuming they was near where they were. Right. Because they was near. And they was not in the land. She's on tour from May till October. That's a long time. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's how you get them coins. That's how you get them coins. They make their money from these tours. They make their money from these live concerts. That's why they tax it up, even even gospel artists. They're making their money from these live concerts. So, anyway, that's enough for the BMM. Um, so, we talked about coming. Oh, let's talk about this Florida thing. Can we talk about this Florida education? Um, my daughter and her daughter got home at one th- Lord have mercy. Wow. one thirty in the morning? Y- y'all know I might have to sleep at the concert. <laughs> you would sleep anywhere. I might, yeah, I'll sleep anywhere. I might have been sleeping at the concert. They'd have been mad at me. I probably, they probably would have put me on camera because I spent. I didn't see the little two again. Yep, that's my brother. <laughs> well, you ain't really do it right. Do the other one. Do the other two motions. Not that one. Which one? You got to sit up. Oh, that when I'm just straight, this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get somebody mad and eat it. That's that crackhead nod. Okay, don't say that. I, mean, I look, everybody know I ain't no crackhead. Okay, but just don't say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying that. Not the lefty, whatever. They was parking free. No, parking wasn't free. Ain't no free. Free what? Downtown? What free? What free parking at? Mm 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 mm. And I bet you Ubering and Door and not DoorDash, Ubering and uh, who was up? Lyft, Lyft was Lyft. Lyft. Yeah, they was they was.
Ron DeSantis has been on this whole, I want to, I want to um, get on the woke people. Yes, ma'am. You know, I'm just thinking about what you're about to say. Yeah. And, like, you know, no one ever talked about the massacres and everything. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to change the massacres in the history books? You want to be like, what, is one big bonfire? Mm-mm. He just ain't going to put it in there. It's not to be discussed. I'm, I'm going to play this report from CBS News, and then we'll jump into it. If I get some volume. All right, so there's a couple of there's a couple things in here uh, that we want to talk about, and part of it is there's this this push to remove facts from that happened to our ancestors in this country, and to push them aside, or to try to shift the thought or the thinking that. Oh, because you worked for that slave master, you developed skills. And those skills that you learned actually benefited you, even though you were doing them under duress, without being paid, being raped, beaten, murdered, your manhood taken away, your womanhood taken away, your kids being ripped away from you, all of those things. And they are really trying to push this agenda that these things happen. Let me pause because I want to shift for a hot minute and say where you where you can and can't do this. And I'm going to lay some blame in some areas. Some of it is going to have to come back home. This is me talking. You might want to get the, uh, do you have the, you don't have the disclaimer available. I'm going to, uh, okay, for this new, the new program we're using, we got, okay. Yeah. The views expressed by me are for me. They are not the views of Ebony's Missionary Baptist Church. It's leadership or nobody else. Now, y'all heard me? Good. TTLO, nobody else. Dang, me, not even time. Dang, got it, got it, good, all right. I said what I said. So let me say this. I guarantee you, I know Facebook might, I might get canceled for this myself. I guarantee you that there is no way you could make any changes in any educational book concerning what happened to the Jews during the Holocaust. Let me say that again. I guarantee you on everything I love that there is no way any board of education, any Congress, Senate, House, Republican, Democrat, could ever make changes or downplay what happened to the Jews in Germany and internment camps. Okay? Paul, now, black folk, because we are so divided, our history constantly tries to be rewritten. It's trying to be rewritten because we 
refuse to set a standard. Pause. The Jewish people in this country have set one standard. You will not denigrate. You will not downplay. You will not misuse. You will not misquote. You will not uh, conflict. You will not do any of these things to our history. Any of them. But with us, it's, oh, let's stop talking about it. There's a Morgan Freeman clip, and I love Morgan Freeman. I do. I love Morgan Freeman. He's a wonderful actor. We just got talking about it yesterday. He's a wonderful actor. But there's a clip of Morgan Freeman saying, if we stop talking about racism, it will go away. Biggest lie ever told. That's like telling a woman that's being abused, if you stop talking about it, he'll stop hitting you. There is no way, if we're going to teach history, all of the history should be taught. Yes, it's factual that some African tribes participated in the slave trade. That is fact. But it is factual also factual, that they sold those slaves to people of European descent, Irish, English, whatever they want to be called. That's who they sold them to. And we were brought here in chains, not voluntarily. We didn't migrate. We didn't illegally cross the border. We were, well, you guess technically we did. We illegally crossed the border, but we did it in the bottom of ships in chains. I have not read a story, and I could be wrong, but I have not read a story about the Jews during the Holocaust being raped, being molested, being killed, being, I'm sorry, being whipped on posts and hung on trees. Yes, they were taken to gas chambers. I'm not saying they weren't. Absolutely. But our people were sold off. And then, once we got said freedom, weren't even given the same opportunity to make up for what we never got in the first place. And now, you want to change the history books to say that because my great, 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 great grandfather or grandmother was a slave, the skills he learned, let's say building masses extension on his house, the skills he learned building the house is what helped him start his construction company. Is that what we're saying? So we want to leave out the fact that J.P. Morgan, Chase, and the Harris people and these other folks and some of these major insurance companies benefited from slave labor. Benefited from slave labor. Benefited majorly. Major companies in this country benefited from free slave labor. But we don't want to put that in history books. Why? Because you're afraid that the little white boy who reads the history book might say, oh, wait a minute, 
this don't sound right. Wait a minute. That the little white girl might say, wait a minute, they not lazy. They not shiftless. They not looking for a hand out. They've never had a hand up. Or we want to we wanna ignore, you brought up the massacres. We want to ignore what happened in Rosewood. We don't want to talk about what happened in Tulsa. We don't want to talk about those, those issues, and those are just a few, but we want, to, we want to downplay. We don't want to even mention those. For what? To, to protect what? And think about this. DeSantis is in Florida. Y'all know where Rosewood was, right? Anybody? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? <laughs> Y'all know where Rosewood, right? Rosewood was there. In Florida, this is this is what happened, and that entire town was wiped out. And then they took the land, and then the land was taken, and 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 they took the land away, and and never compensated these people for their land. But we want to erase that from the history book. So to my conservative friends, and I have, and I love y'all, I do, my conservative Republican friends, I love y'all, I do, but if you think this makes sense, let me talk to my black conservative Republican friends, especially those who feel like we need to stop talking about it. I've never seen somebody tell a Jewish person to stop talking about the Holocaust. I never seen somebody tell a Jewish person who has their numbers. You know, they were they had numbers branded or written, tattooed on them to their numbers on their wrists and arms. I never seen somebody say, "Oh, y'all need to get past it, get over it." I've never seen it. But black folks who were direct, directly connected to slavery, directly connected. To the outcome or the lack thereof are still suffering and still hurting because your grandfather may have been freed, your great-great-grandfather may have been freed and, and went and got him some land only to have it taken away. But maybe you don't want them to read the truth because they'll say, well, they're not illiterate. They just will never talk to read. They weren't allowed to read when we when when granddaddy had them captive. It's not a it's 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 not a uh um it, 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 you don't get to erase history because it doesn't benefit your story. You don't get to erase history because because it it it, it, it puts look if you go ahead and own it, then we can stop talking about it. The problem is you never own it. Slavery in this country is America's original sin. It is America's original sin. Slavery in this country. I'm trying to help somebody. Bless you, Dr. Henderson. It is, it is America's original sin. And until America owns it, there will continually 
be a divide in this country. One thing I wish that Barack Obama would have done on his last days in office, because he was the president of the United States, I recognize that even though you're president, you really don't have a lot of power. But, that, but you have the most powerful pulpit in the world. He said, say something Sunday because you preach it. <laughs> Let me help you. I wish President Barack Obama, I really do wish as a black man, and I guess he didn't do it because, you know what, it probably wouldn't have come off right. So let me, let me change that because I had to think about what that looks like. I had to think about what that looks like. Because it shouldn't have been him doing it. But the apology to black people in this country from the powerful people in this country is long overdue. Bill Clinton got real close to almost doing it. And I think Barack, probably because he was black, having a black president apologize to black people probably wasn't going to be that good. But everybody else gets an apology. Germany has been paying back the Jews for years for the Holocaust. For years, Germany has been paying back. But the minute we say reparations, folks get their panties up in the bunch. I said what I said. I'm, I'm, I, 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 this, this thing in Florida is ugly. And, and honestly, honestly, I know it's probably not going to be a good thing, but parents, black folks in Florida, let me tell y'all something right now. This is the time when celebrities really want to do something, all y'all to do all that talking with the money. This is the time when black celebrities, all the ones that live in Florida, Tiger Woods, I know you like your white women, but bro, you still black. It's when all the black rich folk that live on them Florida uh, private islands in Florida, all y'all need to get together and pay some teachers, every black teacher that's in Florida that refuses to teach this and wants to teach the truth, it's enough black rich folk to cover you and homeschool your kids and y'all put them on Zoom, and you let your kids learn the truth and tell Florida school system, pray for me, y'all, pray for me, that they can go right back to hell. Keep your kids at home. Allow these fools to educate your children falsely. Keep your kids at home. I'm just going to say it because I said it. Keep your kids at home. All of them. It's enough black millionaires in Florida, thank you, Pastor Person, on sports teams alone to rent out some warehouses and get some books and homeschool your kids. Homeschool. Put them on Zoom. It's enough retired black teachers. Come on now, because this, this don't make no sense. None at all. Stop sending your kids to these schools. Let's, let's see what it looks like when the first couple, where, where, where you keep your kids at home. I know y'all want to go to Disney World, but you see, you know, 
Stop going. Stop going. And let's see what really happens. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Thank y'all for y'all comments. What else do we have? Did I get everything before we get to the thing? What else do we have? I feel like I'm missing one thing. I'm old. What uh, you got? I know you didn't see it. What did um, I see? Uh, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, she used to go to Country Wayne. Okay. And everything. Yeah. And so, um, she got on on the air. Well, I guess on her live. Mm-hmm. Because you know. Oh, about the transgender. Yeah. I saw her post. Where the guy, like where the where the transgender, you know, person. Saying like, about oh, periods, telling women to get over their periods. Like we're not buying, like, yeah, y'all don't own y'all don't own periods and 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 cramping. So so it was just like I saw her clip. I, I can't like, play it because I think she did some curses. It's you know it's like you know yeah. Can I I I'll go there? In, in, in the order of like you know of uh, you know things like you know like we have first black people stand up for ourselves and you know not be walked on and then you know in terms of standing for ourselves. Up for women, period, and then especially yes. the black woman, yes. everything else like that. Because how are you gonna think? First of all, when you had told us like you know the whole is it Mother Nature or whatever, yes. the, the whole thing and like that. Like now, now you are literally crossing lines to say I can't, I can't feel the way I feel and everything else like that. What's next? You gonna take the product? You already taking you know Plan B's off the market. You gonna what's next? You gonna take the heating pad off the market because you know I should just go through with you know with you know what, what what's what's going on with my body? Let me let me thank you for bringing that up because I I forgot about that. I am I am aware of the and T S Madison the whole food. the conversation. Yeah. Um, there is, and this is where this is where we get in trouble because see now, this is where I now have to switch hats. Because only people that are defending women in this matter and black women in this matter are the conservative people. This is the scary part. The only people that are defending women in this matter, because it is literally an attack on women, because now you have these men. I'm going to just say it like I feel it. Once again, let me, can I? We need to make sure you get that thing up. Well, I've had it for Friday. Uh, let's figure it out. Uh, the views expressed. <laughs> I need to record it so I can play. Yes. The views expressed on this show, right now, the DPLO show. <laughs> it wasn't me. But the views expressed on this show are mine and mine only. They do not reflect the evidence missionary about the church or its leadership. My opinion. Not Tanya. Mine. Got it? I said, y'all see me? Me. Okay, I'm back. Now let's go. Let me say this. Ain't no man. <laughs> Lord, we got. Lord, God, my son. <laughs> okay, let me say it like this. I have never seen an attack on women and womanhood the way I have now. Here is the problem. We, Americans, have allowed this foolishness to grow out of control. This is literally a version of the Terminator and AI taking over the, the world, except this time it ain't computer. 
is dudes putting on dresses saying they women. First of all, you can't be a pronoun. I'm going to say it because I said it. You're not, no, you're not a they or a them. That is not even proper English. You're not a they. You're not a them. You're not a whoever or whatever. Because guess what? If you can be a pronoun, then damn it, I can be an adjective. That means when you see me, just call me marvelous. I mean, seriously, if that's what we're doing, if, if, you, if, 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 if you can be a pronoun, then call me. I mean, seriously, you cannot. No. It's a, well, it, 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 it's how I feel. No, it's not. If you can stand up and pee without help, a device. Huh? Sorry. If you cannot procreate, meaning if you cannot carry a child, you, sir, meaning a child, meaning you don't have the equipment. Not that your equipment's not working. That's different. Your, you never had the proper equipment. You have no ovaries. You have none of the things. You, have no, you, you ain't got it. You don't have a real vagina. You don't have any of the things required to carry a baby. You don't have a uterus. I'm going to talk about it because I can't. If you got the children, you might want to put me on mute to hang up and come back in a few minutes. I'm just trying to tell you, you are not a woman. You will never be a woman. I don't care how much you feel like one. Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. I don't care how much you feel like one. You are not one. Nor should you be given the access or access to what they have. Now, just because you can go on the stove, I'm sorry. If I sleep in the garage, it don't make me a damn car. It don't. And if I can crawl in the refrigerator in the vegetable bin, it don't make me a fruit. It just don't. So it, 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 we have to understand the, idiot, the idiocy. I, this is why I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I am not where I was before. The foolishness, the agendas that are being pushed. And what's been happening is it's affecting women first the most. Because think about it. They've already, uh, what's the word? They've already attacked men. They've already castrated a lot of men. Mentally, now they're going after the women. You already attacked the seed giver. Now you're attacking the seed carrier. So, so watch this now. So, so, so there is a complete attack because if you can stop men from making babies and have women, the men playing women who can't make babies, and really it's us, it's us. What are you doing? You're stopping. A whole process. You're stopping an entire race from being born. We ain't going to talk about the abortion piece. That's a different conversation. I'm talking about this part. You can't control this, so we're going to control this. And y'all, we're buying into this foolishness. Yes, people, you can say what you want to say. You're right. It's America. You have the freedom of speech to say whatever, but it does not make it true. I don't care how much money you spend on surgery. I don't care how much plastic you pump into your face. I don't care how much estrogen you pump into your body. 
don't know about y'all, but if I see a dude come up in 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 in, in any church I'm at, and you call yourself in a sachet and saunter up into the women's bathroom, sir, sir, bruh, homie, my man, problem, problem. 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 Uh, I'm going to let you have that comment over there. <laughs> I was about to read it. <laughs> From uh, the, the uh, yeah. <sighs> but we all good. We have one at church, and I promise y'all always direct them to the men's restroom. Exactly. Y'all remember the controversy with my friend, with my high school, my high school classmate, uh, Rockamore. The, 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 the bishop, prophet, whatever he learned him, you know, when he called out the dude and told him to go home, put the man clothes on and come back, and people got offended. For what? He didn't put him out. He said, go home, put the man clothes on, and you can come back to church. But you're not going to come up in here. I'm going to tell you right now. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't walking in no, no, not no ladies' room. And same thing. With, 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 now, this is what I find interesting, though, about the whole transgender thing. Y'all help me out with this. Have you noticed, and maybe it's me and maybe they're just not getting any publicity, have you noticed that none of the trans men are trying to do anything to be with natural-born men or interact with them in any kind of way. Have we noticed that? None of these women that have said, I feel like a man. None of these women are trying to get into any male sport. They're not trying to get into any male area. We ain't changing bathrooms for them. None of that. Don't you see the plan? Felicia said when they go to jail, they go to the right. Right! Right! <laughs> and you ain't getting no more, you ain't getting no more medicine. I'm trying. We got to stop the foolishness. We have to stop. At some point, we got to stop. We have, we have to stop just saying, but that's just how. And, and because we've been so quiet, and I'm not going to blame the church, because the church has been quiet on a lot of stuff for a long time. But here's the problem. Now there's there's billions of dollars behind the LGBTQ plus minus estimation dollar sign. Video point. Thank you. Fact of two. Uh, there's two. There's so much money behind them now. They have garnered so much power that it is almost impossible to stop. They have garnered so much power because they are in everywhere where the power is. Number one, they're in Hollywood. So they're in front of every camera or behind the scenes of every camera, every major studio. They are now in um, where the money is. They're in finance. They're part of Everything they, they they made it a point 
so that, that they, they would that they would enter we they would be interwoven into all of the facets that are connected to our everyday lives. Eric said that's not true. The state oh, so the state pay for that. See why? Why you should if you want to do that you shouldn't have went to jail. You shouldn't have went to jail. That's not a medical condition. See, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to get, I'm, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. <sighs> leave it alone, 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 leave it alone. Is that it? Do I get everything? All right. Let me just take a quick, quick, quick gander here. Let me see. Carly. Oh, last little joint. What time is it? 8 18. Last little things. I want to, appreciate uh, they shut the whole library down because they wanted to host a drag queen party for what? Yeah, having drag queens read to your child. I'm sorry. I don't understand. I don't understand. My, my, you, you know, and then you're doing this stuff without talking to the parents. So your kid comes home and say, "Mama, a dude in a dress was reading to me today." Mama, dude. Well, well, no, the time study has taken place. It's uh-huh. taken place in the library, so it's, it's been chosen whether or not she brought her kid into the library. And the other times I've seen it, it's been at a at a, a ice cream. I think it's a shop that you know, you know that that caters to that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a shop and church. Okay. You have choices. You have the choice to walk back out. Okay. So I'm just you know, it's not like somebody you know. It's not Give y'all some numbers real quick. Give y'all some numbers. Don't ask me why I know these numbers, because I know. 
$820 million. Uh, the lottery, if you live in Chicago, Illinois, the lottery is $820 million. Uh, if you take the lump sum payout in Chicago, in Illinois, if you take the lump sum payout, you will walk away with $245 million, $245,000. That's the weirdest number ever. But that's how much money you will walk away with, $245 million if you take the lump sum. If you take the 30 payments, the annuity payments, 30 payments after 30 payments, you will have received four hundred and seventy-seven million one hundred and twenty-one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. That's what you would have received. Uh, you get fifteen million a year for thirty years if you take the, the yearly payments. Uh, after ta- this is all after taxes. Yes, this is after taxes. You pay uh, Illinois taxes is $1.3 million. The federal tax is $20.8 million. So, so, so again, your net payout is $245. If you say, give it all to me right now, $245. That's what you pay out. All right? Got it. So the question comes, Felicia asked, and I love the question. I know we talked about it on this show years ago. Uh, about playing the lottery. Should Christians play the lottery? Is it a thing? Uh, Michael Henderson said, if you can buy a raffle ticket, can you not buy a lottery ticket? Mm. Uh, that's a good question, Dr. Henderson. I'll I take it one step further. Do you pay for bingo cards or is bingo free? You pay money to get a bingo card, correct? Oh, okay. I just want to correct. Okay. Please say, what if I pray before I play? The church would get 10%. We're going to talk about that because we talked about this briefly on Friday before I got off the air. Let's talk about this. Gambling, gambling, let's just talk about it from a gambling standpoint. Gambling is risking a wager uh, on a game in order to win a prize, right? That's what it is. That's literally what it is. You're taking some money and you're risking it to win a prize. Now, in order to get to whether or not it's a sin, it's helpful to ask what makes something a sin in the first place. Okay? Right. So, first of all, anything that's doing something that God would say that is, is immoral to do would be considered a sin. So when the Bible says you shall not steal, you shall not commit adultery, then steal or commit adultery, any one of those would be a sin. Correct? Got me? Stay with me. Right. But yet sin isn't always just a matter of doing what you're not supposed to do. Right? All right. So let's talk about it. There is no, I know this is going to be a little extra for the people. Uh, Is gambling a sin? Simple answer, yes or no. People say, yes, gambling is a sin. And some do. It's going to be hypothetical responses that people like, like Michael just said. If you bet on games or fight or bowling, hmm, exactly. Right, well, let's leave bowling out of this. <laughs> Michael, we're going to leave bowling out of this. We're talking about the lotto. <laughs> One addiction at Right, we. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Okay, 
can we can I can I can I help somebody for a second? Let's see. People want to ask the question: Is gambling in the Bible? First of all, does the Bible even talk about gambling? Like, is there like is there context for gambling? So let's talk about this. It's probably a stretch, right, to say that gambling is referenced throughout the Bible. Now it's true. It is true that in the Bible people did cast lots. People cast lots, which was a chance-based way of making decisions. So just like flipping a coin, right? Now, although we don't know the exact methods that they used that were involved in casting lots, it involved leaving the outcome to change. Right? So it's like randomly selecting from sticks of various things, like drawing straws, right? Now, casting lots was a prominent piece in some of the biblical narratives. Let me be clear now. Let's be clear. Watch this. The Israelites casted lots uh, uh, to determine uh, 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 who would get certain land. Casting lots. Shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up. I'm sorry. Right? Temple officials in the early church, they casted lots to choose. Watch this. Y'all ready for this? They casted lots to choose who was going to replace Judas. I'm, I'm just trying to teach. I ain't trying to say it. That's fine, man. I'm just trying to teach. Just trying to teach. They cast lots. Y'all know who Matthias was? Matthias. If I know who Matthias was, I know y'all don't, because he wasn't chosen by Jesus. They shot dice and got Matthias. Help me, Lord. Shake him up. 7-11. Back door, little Joe. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to just leave it to this. If you are, if it is becoming an addiction, then it is becoming an idol. Once it becomes an idol, it's now, it, you're now worshiping it. It is now taking the place of a place where God would be, and that's a problem if it becomes that. And for some, the lottery is an addiction. You have people taking 60 and 70 and 80 and $90 a week out of their household to drop money on the lottery. You have people going to boats and, and doing all those things. I'm just going to say this. Uh, Here's where you know you got a problem. If you're borrowing money to finance your gambling, there's a problem. Do you get arguments and create frustrations over, over money and gambling? Then you have a problem. Have you thought about committing an illegal act or getting financing to help finance your gambling? You have a problem. Do you gamble to get away, to escape, or because or you're bored or you're lonely? They have a problem. Do you gamble longer than you planned on gambling? Right? You have a problem. And do you do it to the point where you forget about the welfare of yourself and your family? You have a problem. That's all I got on it. I can tell you what to, what, what to do. If you feel some kind of way about it, don't do it. If you, drop a, if you only play the lotto when it's over $500 million and you drop $2, God bless your ministry. Now, let me get to Tanya's question from last week, and then we're going to move on. Quickly. Tanya, Tanya, you want to restate your statement, what you asked me Friday or not? 
about my about me winning the lottery. Oh. About what you what you asked me. Oh, you're uh. My you're, how, how I'm gonna disperse my time. Yeah, you're divided. You're divided. It's not divided. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Tony. Okay, what you want me to say? Like, you want me to speak on what I know of your division? Okay, so this is what I said. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. So what I've always said is, for these mega dollar amounts, right, let's just say, let's just go back to this Tuesday's amount. Let's just say, I ain't going to name the claim because I can't, but let's just say, I'm not going to declare decree. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to, I plead the blood on it. I ain't going to do that. But let's just say that I wake up, we wake up on Wednesday, Tanya, and sometime around Wednesday, my little application on my phone says, congratulations, congratulations to you. It says you have won the grand prize of $870 million. So, We've had these discussions. We talked about the payout and all that kind of stuff. What we did, we found out that you can, if you have your will and stuff set up, you can leave your, if you're taking the payments, you can leave those payments to your children. Although we don't know, we trust our children with that kind of money. But, you know, that, it is what it is. That. But let me say what I said about giving money to the church. So let's say, so we know we pay, if, we're, if we're giving, if we're tithing, if we're, if we're, of, the, if we're of the tithing elk, of the, of the tithing belief, then we know that we should be tithing off of the growth. Huh. All right? The growth amount. The growth amount, before taxes, before penalty, before all of that, is 800 and <laughs> is $820 million. That means $82 million Roughly, it's ten percent, eighty-two million dollars. That's my math. Is still math? I'm good, right? Eighty-two million dollars. I said I would not give eighty-two million dollars to one church. This is where Tanya says my math no longer matters. I'm saying I'm still tithing. Because I'm going to give $82 million away to the church. I'm not giving $82 million to one church. Because my belief, and this is me. Come on, Michael, Henderson. Come on, doctor. You got two doctors. You got two doctors. Earn doctors. Not to play that. Let's go. Let me help you. Ebenezer Mr. Baptist Church. He with me so far. Okay. So let me help you. Ebenezer, Mr. Church. this is our church as of right now. This is where we worship, right? This is where we go, this is where we work, this is where we serve, this is all that. Ebenezer, as wonderful as Ebenezer is, $82 million is a note, is a non-star. Let me tell you why. Why would I put $82 million into one place when there are multiple churches who could use that financial infusion there? You don't go to those churches. Right. Well, just like, well, I, look, I give people money on the street. They ain't my family and my kids, but I, I give them money. Okay. Okay. So let me finish. 
Chip Lee said, no, why would I tie it off what I didn't get? It's the gross. You don't get the gross. Supposed to tie it off the growth. All right. If I volunteer, that time too. Yes, you can tie the time. Effort. Okay. Let me finish. 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 So, if I went to, uh, let's say it's a, 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 I give a good example. You can't bring them into homes. It's a storehouse. Watch this. So, Michael Henderson. Okay. I know Michael. I, I, you know his church. I know his I, church. I, I know where you're going. I know what his church stands I in need of. You know where I'm going. I know what church he is. Right. I just always, I want to know at 82 million, who are you, this person, evenly to 82 churches, or just, a, let's just say, you got six churches in Mass. Are you this person 82 evenly, at, you know, 65 by 82, or are you giving more to Ebenezer? And, you know, Ebenezer gets a lot, gets a large share. Okay. But, you know, well, first of all, everything that was needed. Mogadishu, but that ain't where he is. I think he's in India. He's in India. 
and he keeps asking me for some Bibles. He don't know if I can send him 500 Bibles. No, bro, I ain't going to be able to do it. But, however, yes, I can send you some Man, look here, we can get y'all Bibles in whatever language you need to meet. Right? That's all coming from the top. I just, it was just Go a ahead. because of, uh, I see, like, you know, I was playing about the storehouses and everything. Um, it was just a question. Come on, Michael, the food depository is a storehouse. I said, I said, HBCU is a storehouse. Antioch, I'm just reading, is a storehouse.
then they will tell them if you don't give, you're going to be cursed with a curse. Who was, he, who was being spoken to? <laughs> who was being cursed? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're not, I'm, I'm not teaching on times in the night. I'm, I, I would love, I'm going to bring my brother Walter Jones back in uh, and have him come sit with me uh, for that one. Uh, but let's let's but uh, let me let me let me let me let me let me give you this. Uh, when in 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 Genesis, go back to Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. My church says whatever is your preference, net or gross. Yeah, the reason that the it was brought from the gross, Felicia. Let me tell you, the gross teaching comes from uh, the story of Cain and Abel, right? The gross the gross teaching comes from from Cain and Abel. Uh, let me let me let me let's 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 get there quickly. I, I'm assuming we're not gonna get to uh. uh. Oh, we gotta split it up, boy. Oh God! Oh God! Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, so let's get to let's get to uh the principle of 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 tithing. All right, so let's get to Genesis Genesis. Uh, I think it's Genesis four. I want to say it's Genesis four. Uh, yeah, Genesis chapter four. Let's get there quickly, if y'all can get there with me. I'll, I, but I'll, I'll help. I'll help us tonight. Uh, Genesis chapter four. Genesis chapter four. Uh, you know the story. Cain and Abel, blah blah blah. Let me get on down to uh, Genesis chapter four. Let's go straight to Cain. I'm, I'm going to read the Message Bible. She said, "Maybe split that twenty reasons I left the church podcast on time." <laughs> I know, right? Is it when it got deleted? I, got, I ain't got no but audio because the video was deleted. <laughs> you was watching back then, Felicia. Ooh-wee. Yeah, we got it. Ooh-wee. Yeah, we it. <laughs> that got deleted. I, we had no control over the video. That was not our video. We should have, but, you know, hindsight 2020. We was trusting that it was, you know, but yeah, it got deleted the same night. <laughs> like, quickly. Quickly. Uh, Message Bible says this. I'm going to Genesis 4. Um, I'm jumping down to the, uh, verse 3. It says, time passed, talking about Cain and Abel. Cain brought an offering to God from the produce of his farm. It says, Abel also brought an offering, but from the firstborn animals of his earth. Firstborn. The gross. First. 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 Right? Uh, first fruit. Same, same principle. First fruit. Uh, firstborn animals of his herd. Choice cuts of meat. This is the message Bible I'm reading. Choice cuts of meat he brought. God liked Abel and his offering, but Cain and his offering didn't get his approval. Cain lost his temper, went into assault. God spoke to Cain, why is this tantrum? Why is it sulking? If you do well, won't you be accepted? And if you don't do well, sin is lying in wait for you, ready to pounce. Uh, it is out to get you. You've got to master it. So, that, so that, that's the first instance of a first fruit or tithe. That's why gross came from that conversation. It is from your gross. So what you earned, not what you actually got. So if we talk about tithing from an agricultural standpoint, it's based off what you grew. It's based off what you grew. Right? So 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 if you if you if you planted a hundred acres and you and you and you gross ninety of them hundred. Then out of that 90 that you gross, the 10% goes back to the storehouse. Yeah, that conversation was deep, please. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. 
I am. I, I'm sorry, y'all. We not. How much? How, is, this, is this a long article? How long? Because I don't want to rush it either. Oh, it's not long at all. Okay. All right. We good with the time of the conversation? We gonna move on. I'm gonna take a real quick break. And when I say quick, just so I can sip this water real good. And uh, <laughs> and then we'll come back and we are gonna finish uh, talking. Y'all got me talking. Y'all talking good tonight, though. Y'all, this is wonderful. Uh, Dr. Henderson, you know you can just come on by here on a Monday, right? Just come on, knock on the door, say something. Uh, good. You, are you back in town, by the way? Are you back in the shop? Cause I know you was gone somewhere. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 get back to uh, it, shall we? Music is coming from the Just Got Saved Volume Two. Brother named Canvas has some amazing remixes. Y'all may have seen them on uh, Instagram and TikTok. The Just Got Saved mixtape. <laughs> Brother from Chicago too, uh, but I love his music. Amazing, amazing talent. Uh, but yeah, just got saved. Brother's name is Canvas. Check him out, check him out, check him out. Let's get to tonight's conversation, the other part of it, that is. We got this great company. Y'all, y'all bless me, I mean, y'all, y'all like getting it in. Y'all like getting it in. Uh, tonight's article comes from crosswalk.com. Simply entitled, How to Get Back to Church. How to Get Back to Church. Uh, the writer uh, is Jason Garland. Jason Garland, the writer, she's an author and coffee shop hopper who loves connecting people to grace bigger than expected. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram and check out her latest book, Tired, Hungry, and Kind of Faithful. It's about how you can not only love God, but like Him too. Uh, let's get to the conversation. How to get back into church. How to get back into church. How to get back into church. Thank y'all too. Uh, you know what we didn't do, and I apologize. We didn't do church checking. I'm going to blame Felicia, because she always checking in first. We didn't check in. <laughs> we need to take the long part of the hell. All right. We're going to blame Felicia and Tiny. I have no question. <laughs> Producer, check in. That is. I just talked. I've heard it a million times, the writer said. <laughs> I heard it a million times. The writer says, the church is a hospital for the sick. That's what he said. That's what he said. But is this true of the modern church? Uh, the one plagued with sex scandals, under the table financial scheme, and a reputation for joining political bandwagon. Is this place disinfected enough to bind and heal the wounds of the church? Truth be told, I'm skeptical of today's church, the writer says. Stacking that wariness on top of the religious trauma I've experienced in my teen years. It takes gritted effort and mental mantras for me to show up on Sunday. It takes even more conscious effort for me to behave once I get there. Ooh, right, it goes on to say, I roll my eyes at the deacon in the three-piece suit sporting a tie deck in heavenly dove and carrying a buddily that subtly reads for KJV members only. I stop at the wannabe hip youth pass in skinny jeans and a polka dot short leave button up whose tattoo features Hebrew verbiage, he both is Christian. Uh, I think uh, some children's ministry curriculums are too goofy and cheesy for the modern kiddos. 
Uh, the writer says, I believe some children ministry programs are so boring that even the teacher don't want to be. Uh, the writer goes on to say, I shake my head at worship teams that clearly haven't practiced as if God doesn't call us to excellence. Uh, I grow disgusted with worship teams <clears throat> that clearly practice for the sake of entertainment. But this is good God. Yeah. Uh, I criticize pastors who yell and scream, pushing hell's narrative as a chest actor that never seems to convert a sinner. I become angry with calm, cool, and collected pastors, so collected that they feel emboldened to water down the gospel. So it's more digestible for people who aren't in the mood. What's going on, Sister Angela Johnson? Uh, I'm just going by Johnson. You can't stop me because of the, the, the name. Uh, perhaps you're in the same boat as me. You see so many problems within the church, but if you're truly in my boat, holding the same heavy title I wrote, if you realize you're part of the problem. Deep down, you know you are called to gather with believers and invest your heart mind and yet even your time and money in building up the church. After all, it's hard to hate on a watered down church when you don't mind ducking and dodging Jesus in five. You know the one that says not giving up eating together uh, as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another. Uh, and all the more you see today as Further down, you know you shouldn't allow other people to dictate on a God. And rock bottom, you're a your soul with what the church was meant to offer. With hope and healing, it was meant to minister. You're ready to go back to church, but it'll be awkward, tough, and sometimes tricky. My God. So, like I said, so how do you get back into going? She says, Well, I'm not Martin Luther or Charles Spurgeon or a groundbreaking woman for the gospel. I'll offer my story, but I've done it, what I've learned, and hopefully. You will find peace and purpose in feeling the church and yourself. Can I pause for a minute? Let me say this for people who we've done conversations about church first. I think we've had different books, we've talked about people and all that. What I have found though is that I think church hurts. I've evolved by the church hurts. When I was at A plus 100%, church hurts really. What's her new name? Angela. I don't know what, I forgot her new name. Angela, what's her new last name? What's her new last name? 
He told us once. It ain't Jones. It ain't Brown. I forgot. I don't know. As I'm gonna just you can't get Facebook the same. Uh, but um, what I would say is this: Why is it so hard to get the church? Because that new preacher and that new pastor and the new folk ain't did nothing to you. So I want you to go. At some point, we got to stop making it. Oh, Smith. Thank you. Let lady look. Let lady know. <laughs> it's Smith. Thank you. Right. Smith. Amazing. All right. Uh, so let me get to it. Uh, showing up knowing hypocrisy is unavoidable. Is what the writer says. Showing up knowing hypocrisy is unavoidable. The writer says, I believe it's hard for the church to convince the world it's a hospital for the sick because no one seems tired hurt or exhausted when they walk in the door. The guy greeting you wants to talk about how well we did it this weekend, fishing tournament. The busy body Sunday school teacher wants to tell you how excited he is for the upcoming product. Meanwhile, nobody is really saying how they're really doing, how they honestly feel, how life isn't going the way they want it to. Everybody is talking but saying nothing. But when you show up at the hospital full of well people, it's easy for a hypocrisy to hurt. Wow. But let me remind you, she says, that hypocrisy is everywhere, including the nooks and crannies of my soul and yours. If you still show up to work, attend book club, or pitch your lawn chairs in the softball mom section, you're in the very throes of human deception. Most days, you expect no more than a world filled with critical people. So transfer that same expectation to those. Show up at the church expecting people to be people. It sounds a little off, but lowering your expectations in this way, isn't watering down the gospel or excusing his critical behavior. Instead, it's an extension of grace that allows your frustration to take a back seat so you can love others as you were called to do. Woo! Woo! Oh, my. Oh, my. The writer goes on to say this. He says, along the way, you'll realize how open and honest many believers are and how vulnerable they can be when you get to know them. But you must stick around long enough to discover these wounded kind of people. Can I say this? <clears throat> it's a shame. I found out some, and I'll, 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 I'll just be real general. I found out some news the other day uh, about a member who had been ill last year. And they or may not have shared that information. And, and uh, it was disheartening because for one, being in the position I'm in, for two, not having an opportunity to, because I don't even recall the person name being on the, the, the prayer list. I don't recall anything. And I was like, wow, that happened? And, 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 the, and the response was, I didn't tell anybody. And I understand privacy, not, not the privacy. It's, 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 it's a thing. Not, not in class. I'm saying that that happens when there is a lack, when there's something missing in the church. Now, some people might say it's just a privacy thing. Okay. That's, that very well could be the case. But at a church that prays, P R A Y S, in a church that we know comes together 
for people when they have been ill or they're going through. It's disheartening when someone goes through alone. Maybe the family was around, not don't know that, but it's disheartening when you find out that someone has gone through something in what appears to be alone. And that happens when you might feel like if you're that person or people that the church, whatever your church is, has been hypocritical. And I can understand that because if it's me, I can think about it from this standpoint. I just live from this standpoint. If I know y'all talk about me like a dog, why would I want to put you, why would I want you praying for me? If I know you have besmirched my name, <laughs> or whether, whether, whether your statements have been true or not, how comfortable will I then turn around and be asking you to pay for me? That's a small group of Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why. That's why. Because people are more comfortable in those small groups than they are congregational wise. A group of seven people would have known that something was wrong or something was going on. Let's keep going. Showing up to church, feeling emotionally detached. I know, right? Showing up feeling emotionally emotionally detached. The Bible says, if I only went to church on days when I felt like I was madly in love with God and had my dust in the world, I don't want to contemplate how many three times I would show up. I know that. We are flawed beings who don't love well. We are masters of painting love. Thankfully, this doesn't surprise the great shepherd. We continue to invite us to meet with him without any prerequisites outside of who we are, where we are. This is why Jesus had a bad reputation with the Pharisees. He extended invitation to the sinners in the middle of their darkness, not to see. Felicia, that's a good point. You can't leave the church saying they didn't, they, they didn't care about me when you didn't tell them when they never knew what was going on. But again, I go back to your first statement. If you set an atmosphere where people are comfortable, to share in their good and the bad, whether it be small groups or not, you, you're less likely to have those conversations. Sounds like you have thoughts, you no? Know? Okay. Oh, Lord. No. We drink the water. Yes. Yeah. 
And, and that's because those groups were not built with these small group um, foundation that small groups were supposed to be about. They were about fellowship. They were also about having that connection, having your own private um, private studies and your own things like that. They turned into, in that situation, everything became about the money. Who could put on the best event? Who could raise the most money? Whose food was best? Who's the most popular? That's what those groups became about. And that was never the intent of, when you look at any, um, any, when you look at any um, uh, consultant for church that deal with small groups, it's never about how much money you can make. And that, I think that's the biggest, the largest issue is so many groups are, well, how, and you started the business meeting uh, at, at, our, at our old church. You know, it used to be a privilege. We used to get excited when we would get to the business meeting and they would be like, uh, we get we get the we get the we get the we get the report uh, number. Right. It was because we was we was excited. It was like okay, so here Right. We we would be excited that we read you know group one how much y'all read. Uh, we want to report that we raised seven hundred dollars or something like that on Sunday. So too. We raised $3,700, and we got a check that we want to give back to the church for $2,000. And we're going to keep $1,700. The next thing is that's this. That, that was, the, that was the, the, the epitome of whatever. But when we heard, like y'all who, y'all never said a whole lot of money, but y'all had to live that thing. Movie, the dinner in the movie was still the number one that still that still tops it off. Anyway. Oh, I forgot. Y'all put on a y'all put on the whole play. A whole play. That, that y'all got asked to do again. Y'all put on a whole play. You think pastors could leave struggle. I think I think no. Let me tell you why. I think their family should be in the group, but I think the pastors, this is just me, I think they should refrain. That way they can honestly play a role in all the groups. Like, I don't know what group Reverend Ray was in, but he showed up at all the group activities, and he should. It was. Yeah, who, right. And, and the prom queen. Because did, 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 did they put the same effort in hanging out with group one yeah. as they do for the group four? Right. No. Not no. a group four. There you go. Right. Right. So, again, it's about popularity. It's never about what the small groups were actually intended to do. So, please, yeah, I'm on the fence about pastors being leading the group. I think the pastor should set the precedent for what the group should be about. And the pastor should make sure that the groups are sticking to that standard. Right. But as far as being a physical part of a group, I think it's because then it's like I want to be in the pastor's group. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I don't want to be in the pastor's group. <laughs> right. So the pastor shows up in all the groups. It looks like it's even. Yes. And that's what it does. It was not, you know. 
Uh, but again, you it's the <laughs> Well, let's go. Showing up emotionally, uh, emotionally detached. Are we over that? The writer says, "I'm only with the church." Oh, she says, "A flawed being." She's only I read that part too. Sorry. So she says, "I remind you of this to say." She says, uh, "If you're feeling mad, go to church. If, you, if you're feeling, if you're frustrated with God, go to church. If you're blaming God, go to church. It is." We we mad at talking on here. We talk. Huh. I'm about to read one of the comments. You know, uh, if you're doubting God, <laughs> go to church. Uh, if you're over God, go to church. If you're disappointed in God, go to church. The church is truly, this is the writer's opinion, not mine. The church is truly the hospital for the sick. It's a modern picture of the feet of Jesus. Where you and I should bring everything we aren't, everything we feel that, everything ugly we feel, and let Jesus do work in our hearts that only He can do. If you have a hang up with people showing up to church pretending to be something they aren't, why would you wait to show up? Why would you wait to show up until you feel put together? Is that not the essence of hypocrisy? Hiding your life behind closed doors until you can sweep enough to stay under the world and be happy and joyful. You're joyfully ready to worship when the band strikes the first place. Show up to church feeling emotionally detached. You don't. Uh, show up to church feeling you don't belong, feeling you aren't put together, feeling frustrated. That is how Jesus leads us. Just show up as human. God expects nothing more. God wants nothing more. Return to church is hard. Whether you walked away because of hurt, trauma, disgust, or boredom. Trust me, the writer says. I take mental health medication to help me uh, produce uh, into the church uh, and help me to help prod me into the church's double doors on Sunday. He says, I have wounds and valid reasons for why I feel uncomfortable attending church. But I have invalid reasons why the holes in my heart take so long to heal when I bypass the messy in person for a spirit deal hospital. God offers me each Sunday at 10 30 a.m. Embrace the church for all that is and isn't and allow God to do beautiful things to stick. Let me people. Give God another chance. Give church another chance. Give yourself another chance. And see what happens. Wow. Wow. Please that. What? My mama, did y'all see what my mama told me that we gonna go home? My mama told me. This is what my mama told me. This is before I ever thought of uh, I ever I ever felt called to be a pastor. My mama told me this. She said, don't you ever stop. So my mama said, there won't be nobody there but her and I. Then she said, and you'll be able to put one of us out. There ain't no sister you saw. No. Let me give y'all the article. Let me drop the article in the uh, in the link real quick for y'all over here. Uh, she said, "Cause I, you know what it is. I am. I am. I'm. I'm. I am. I have expectations. And here's the thing: when you've seen umpteen things, umpteen, eleven things, fifty eleven. When you've seen fifty eleven things done wrong, you kind of right now. It's a juniper tree. Come on now, right." You see, 
when you see 57 things done wrong, you kind of go in the door with different views and looks. And it's certain things that you out day one, you're not going to tolerate. So it's kind of like in my classroom. I give examples and I'm going to shut up. We don't go on. So at my school, we have a no cell phone policy in the classroom. No cell phone policy. Technically, you only supposed to have your phone out, um, phone out when you are at lunch, if you're going to advisory slash study hall, uh, or on your way home. That's it. Your phone is not to be out. No earbuds in your ear, no airpods, no earbuds, no headphones, no nothing. No beats by Dre, nothing. It's supposed to be seen during your regular comings and goings. That's the school rule. It's a big fight at the school because, because uh, kids are defiant. They're going to act like they say they can't live without their phone because this is an attachment to their body. Like if you pull it, it's like pulling the pacemaker out of somebody's heart. Right? Uh, uh, and so last year there was a huge brouhaha about phones, phones, phones. It was like a constant fight, fight. I had huge issues with a couple of students things that are gone now, but huge issues with kids watching TV shows during class. BMF, uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, what's the black show? Another black show. Uh, Power. Uh, all of them during my class and up. They brought the phone in. When they told us to bring the phone, they brought in the iPad. The school blocked it on the, on the Wi-Fi, so they brought in their own hotspot. So they could watch it on their school computer. Then the school turned around and blocked certain services on the school computer, right? Because this is how bad it got. So I've already made very clear at the end of school year last year, and I told our principal this year, I don't care what they need to do. But in Dr. King's classroom, you have two options in Dr. King's classroom. Two. You can put the phone in the lockbox on Dr. King's desk. And your phone will be locked there until the bell rings and you are dismissed. Or you can leave your phone in your locker. Those are your two options. Anything outside of A and B is a problem. If you cannot comply with A or B, you cannot, you must not, you will not. You cannot be in my classroom. Absolutely not. Don't sit with the dean. Don't sit with the assistant. Don't sit with the other assistant. Don't sit with somebody. Because you cannot come into my classroom. It's that simple. And that way, that's one fight you don't have to have. It's that simple. Got it? Again, you set the precedent, so why did I bring it up? I'm setting the tone for what will not be allowed. Right? So, if I'm running a church and I have a, 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 a deacon's board or a music ministry or a trustee ministry and all that kind of stuff, everybody's going to know what their job responsibility is and they, and they have to do them. And if you can't, you cannot be in a leadership role. You can't. You can't. I mean, that's my classroom. But in the church, as a teacher, yeah. in the church as a pastor, go ahead. As the pastor, as the pastor. If you were a pastor, that's what we're saying. Here, right? If 
if I was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Go ahead. No, I don't. Absolutely not. No, I don't. I only micromanage when people are not doing when they're not following what I believe is the standard. Help me. Show me me micromanage. Show me. Oh, no, please don't tell people how to do it. Uh, tell them 
what to do, and they'll surprise you with that creativity. Uh, Angela said she used the sugar and hot salt. Uh, Felicia Brown said, where's Dr. C? <laughs> I'm done. Hey, look, seriously though, seriously though, I, I, I just want people to be great, and I want, I want everything to be great. I, always, I, just, I, like, I just want stuff to be great, and I want people, I know what people, creative people are, are wonderful people. Uh, and, and, but creative people also have to have some. Um, there needs to be some 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 direction, right? And when you direct people, when when you direct people, it's like okay, here's the direction I'm going. These are expectations. When you don't have expectations, here's, this is what I'm talking about from a leadership standpoint. When you don't have expectations, then you just get what you get. And when you allow people to just give you what they want to give you. When you go to, and if you do that for a long period of time, people say, people believe, and it's not that they're not, in their minds, they believe, woohoo, and it's like, okay, great, and now it's like, okay, I love what you're doing, here's my expectation, I think we can go here, can we now get to here, because we're, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about you, I'm talking in general, so, like, you, you, you come on back over this way, no, I'm, I'm not talking about you, nope. So, I'm. Go ahead, say what you're saying. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying now sound like Ike Turner, we got to send it. All I'm saying is this if, if, if we're at a level, we know we can go better, right? Let me leave that on the same song. Oh. I got this right here. I got this lined up. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I, I missed that. But I, I, I read it the wrong way. I thought okay. she was trying to say I don't do. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's about going to the next level. No, I don't expect you to say, be sitting there talking, okay, can I come on, come on, somebody yelling in your ear? Because you ain't going to go well with that no way. Nobody saying nothing in your ear. That ain't going to ever work with you. I understand that. But at the same time, what I'm saying is, if we had different setups, because you would have to work that way if we had live camera people. If we had multiple, if we had live camera people, then you don't have a choice because now people are not just standing. With live camera people don't stand there once. <laughs> yeah, but least if you don't. <laughs> I'm gonna pray and go home. Y'all trying to start stuff. Y'all ain't right. Let's pray, Father God. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for the time we had tonight, God. We thank you for this conversation. We thank you for every listener, every viewer. <laughs> Lord God, we thank you. Really? We thank you, God, for humor. We thank you, God, for just this place, space, and time. God, we just want to say thank you for just being who you are. God, we ask you to bless each and every listener, each and every viewer, each and every watcher, whether it be live or later on in a replay. We ask that you to be with them uh, even more than you already are. Bless their, bless their comings and their goings. Bless their households, their workplaces, their spaces, relationships, marriages, whatever they may be in. God, we ask you to bless them right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. All hearts that a man, a man, and a man. <laughs> Y'all funny. Uh, but anywho, anywho, we're going to uh, keep it going, and we're going to get out of here. But look, if you got to drive through this special, special thing. Y'all know the one that we call Shotdown. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on Twitter. Two teams, one that one. Oh, we out.